award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're out here in the wild today. Uh, show uh, We're uh, doing a remote show here with Mr. Matt Dale. Uh, from Dale Outdoors. Uh, this is part two, I guess you could say. He's uh, been with us for a few days here and we've shot a couple of shows. Glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Also helping me co-host today is Don King. Yes, sir. And I, I think we need to adopt this outdoor studio right here. <laughs> I think Parsley it's, Farm. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. And Mr. Mike Parsley. Mr. Mike Parsley is helping us co-host today. Appreciate you hosting us here. No problem. We're having fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Having a good time. We, uh, we, uh, Killed a uh, turkey this morning, and if you'll have to go back and watch the first show to get those details. We covered that. Uh, if you if you haven't seen that one, go back and check it out. But Matt, introduce yourself to the folks if this is the first time they've they've seen you and heard from you. Uh, let them know who you are, and then we'll jump into what today's show is all about: public land hunting and some of that kind of stuff. Well, my name is Matt Dale from Dale Outdoors on YouTube. Been uh, doing YouTube for for a few years, and you know. Got a pretty popular little channel on there. Just a I'd say so. Educator, you know, turkey hunting educator. So, uh, just an old turkey hunter from Virginia that enjoys this. Still do. After all these years, never gets old, huh? Never get thirty years of chasing them. <laughs> never gets old. No. Nope. Well, you you say you love Tennessee and, and you'd yep. love to move here one day. Yeah. And this is your first first sea bird, right? It is. It's uh, I've been to Tennessee a lot, you know, over the years. And uh, but never hunted it. You know, lived right next door to it. Just never hunted it. And uh, but I can check that one off the list. Yeah, we so, changed that, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. All right. Well, it's good to have you. I appreciate you being with us again. And uh, it's been a fun, fun couple of days here. Uh, let's jump into to why we're what this show's all about: public land duck hunt or duck hunting, public land uh, turkey hunting, uh, hunting in general. You yeah. know. Uh, so tell us a little bit about how you approach, say, public land and and that kind of thing when you're well. I probably it out. I, I, I get I get asked this question a lot, and I said I'm probably not the best to go to public land because I don't hunt a lot of public land, but I do hunt public. I hunted some public in Alabama already this year, yeah. And I've killed some birds on public, and you know I'm sure there's thousands of acres in Tennessee mm -hmm. of public land that's actually good. A lot of yeah. opportunity. Yeah, yep. a lot of opportunity. So a lot of a lot of guys will sit around and go, man, I ain't got no place to hunt. I ain't got no place to hunt. I ain't got no place to hunt. And they worry about the pressure. They worry about other people. But you can find hidden gems. It's it's like Del Hollow Lake here. You don't go out on this lake. And how how many acres is it? Oh, I have no <laughs> idea. But it's on spot. It's, it's large. It's big. <laughs> it's big, right? Well, let's just say a thirty thousand acre lake. And you know, you look at that driving across a bridge. And go, boy, I bet there are some big fish in there. And they are, but they're probably not where you're looking. Yeah. You know, you got a massive amount of land uh, that you can fish, but mm -hmm. there's only hidden spots. Mm -hmm. There's only certain spots in that lake. And time of year and things and time, like that. Yeah, too. everything changes. So that's kind of like the way you approach public land. Uh, as far as, and I think most public land turkey hunters, they might not admit it, but I think this is what they mostly do is what I'm about to tell you. Uh, always remember, public land, most of your turkeys are going to be where there's no pressure. Where, where's that at? Private. It always butts up against some kind of farmland, private land. Mm. So what I do, and it's a deer hunting too, I always hunt the outside perimeters. Don't get over on your net, don't get on the private, but yeah. you hunt the outside. That's where you start. 
Now, I'm not saying turkeys won't be deep in the national forest. They might. But where I start and get out, like when you pull into a property and you go, I have no idea where, what I'm doing, <laughs> where, to, where I even start. <laughs> Find, you know, now you got, well, bang, back when I first started target hunting, you know, when I was a teenager, I, you didn't have this Onyx stuff and this maps. You had, you just had to put shoe leather on and walk it and <laughs> yeah, find right, out. Yeah, right, right. But now you got topo maps and you could got all these maps, I mean, where you could pull it up and you could, before you ever set tires on that place, you can see what cover, you can see what fields, you can see what food. Turkey's got to have what? Food, water, and cover. Mm-hmm. That's what they got to have. Yeah. So if you can find water, so look for creek drainages, look for them creeks. Turkeys like to roost, you know, close to creeks up and, you know, not all the time, but they like to roost around water. Uh, and uh, find where they want to be, you know, uh, fields. They like to get out in fields and strut. So if Farmer Jones over here butts up against public land, well, let's look over and see what Farmer Jones got. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so you're just staying on public, and, and you're basically just going up the outside perimeter calling, and you're going to eventually strike a gobbler. And then if he's on public, you kind of pinpoint where he's at. If he's on private, don't let that discourage you because, listen, turkeys, they back and forth all the time. Yeah. Call him over. Call him off Farmer Jones. Call him over to you. you. So I stay, and if you watch a lot of, like, YouTube public land hunters uh-huh. and you watch a lot of you know that's what they do yeah it's that's basically what they're doing and it works it really does and you just get up high this is another thing is get up high if you're like early in the mornings get as high as you can on that public land and put as much ears on that ground as you can because there's no point sitting way down here gobblers, you can't hear them get up high locate them that's day one and it may take you one or two three days to even figure out where kind of what they're doing mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like here it took us a couple days just to figure out how to hunt this place you know or for, for me yeah <laughs> because i didn't know you know that's what i was gonna say i mean private land and public land yeah, can pri- be, it, can it be works both very ways. similar because right. i mean we hunted we hunted forest most most of yeah. the time but we yeah. skirted those fields sure. just to see what's going on sure. and see where they're coming in and out yeah and you know i think that's where a lot of people it's a good starting point because it can get overwhelming it really can you're like man i don't even know where to start you got yeah. 5,000 acres here, public uh-huh. land. Where do I even start? You know, or you got National Forest, which is <laughs> thousands of acres. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people think you can just walk off the road, get up there and call. And unless you got a lucky horseshoe, it ain't going to happen. And like you said, if you're going to get out to the perimeter, a lot yeah. of times that's a fur piece from where you yeah. got to park yeah, you gotta, and get out of the car. Yeah. You know? Listen, how many how many times do you think a turkey has been run off by somebody parking in a parking lot, <laughs> going up there and yelping on a box call? Yeah. And you know they just get pushed back just like deer so sometimes you got to get back where they're at but at but at the same time i've no guys that's walked right off the hard top road you go down there and call and he just <laughs> happened to be there you yeah. know but you don't know till you get out there mm-hmm. so I, I anybody that's leery about it hey there's a lot of great information on hunting public land and i'm just giving you like the little points uh you know where to start but you just get out there and find the sign listen sign will never lie to you mm-hmm. i've always said that sign will never lie something made that uh-huh. we saw how much were we shot this turkey how much scratching was it oh yeah well, we didn't even know it was there yeah just looked like a bunch of you know and over there we didn't see a lot you know when we was going but when we got around this turkey where he was that man and he wasn't the only one doing that sure. it was like Look like a huge flock had come through there. But you find the sign, 
if, if we wouldn't have seen this turkey and I'd have saw that, I'd have said, hey, find the you droppings, scratch it. Something made that. That didn't just magically appear. Yeah. So I think that's where, and I've always said, a good fall hunter, and I know Tennessee's got fall turkey hunting. Yeah. A good fall hunter will make a superb spring hunter because a fall hunter, they don't go on their goblin. A lot of times in the spring, people go on their goblin. If they ain't gobbling, that's a bad morning. Just give it up. You know, go to the house. Go Shoney's. Go to Hardy's. You know, they're done by 8 o'clock. They ain't gobbling. But you got to remember, turkey don't have to gobble to, to, to get a hen. Why do you think he does this? He's out there strutting. Why do you think he struts? He's out there attracting them. Visual. They see him. Yeah. yeah. They, he don't have to, he don't have to uh, gobble. So in the fall, where you have to depend on calling, uh, you know, a different way and sign See, that, the good old fall hunters, they kind of already got that down pat. So if turkeys ain't gobbling in the spring, we don't care. We don't care if they ain't gobbling or not. We'll go kill them anyway. It, it makes it harder. I'm not saying it don't. But uh, that's where you start on public land, outside perimeters. Yeah. Deer hunting, too. You know. and what's great about some of these public lands that we have here in Tennessee, um, they're the same as statewide seasons a lot of times. Yeah. Check your guide. Read up on your guide. But a lot of these WMAs, are same as statewide season, so that means, say, if it was this year, you'd get three birds, uh, and you know, one a day. So and shameless anyway. plug: there's yeah. tons of information about the oh, WMAs yeah. on our website, tnwildlife.org. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, we looked at it the other day. There's Standing Stone WMA that's what 15 minutes away. Yeah, just down the road. Thirty thousand acres of land. <laughs> that's that a lot of you land. You and I, and my mom and dad, and grandparents have all paid for already. You don't have to <laughs> yeah. go out and buy some. It's exactly. your land, <laughs> right there. And that's a state park. And so, some you know, check your guide. Some of these state parks are uh, allowed to be hunted yeah, on. At least a portion of it. Yeah. And then also, just like yesterday, we did a little fishing. You know, turkeys ain't uh, talking. We'll go fishing. Yeah. But. Uh, there's property around Dale Hollow, oh, yeah. around Old Hickory, and on some of these other bodies of water, it's only accessible by water in some cases, yeah. but opportunities are there. But think about it. How many people is going to take a boat? Some of them will, diehard turkey hunters, but how many oh, people yeah. is going to take their boat 15 minutes up Dale Hollow Lake just to get on a ridge and park their boat and get on a ridge? That's, you get unpressured turkeys that way. And a lot of times you get them turkeys that they're more easier to call in than, say, one that just gets hammered all the time. And I think that's what scares a lot of people. You know, when I say public land, I'm not against it at all. I've hunted public. I'm not above hunting public at all. It's just that I get so many opportunities to hunt right private. Well, of course I'm going to hunt private, sure. you know. It's not really because the turkeys are any different. It's just I don't worry about the turkeys. I worry about the other people. And so you got to, you know, you got to be careful on uh, private too, but you got to be careful yeah. on public because there are some crazy people out there that just shoot at anything, you know. But don't let that get just get away from people. Yeah, get away from people. And most of the time, when I hunt public, I never see another hunter. You know. So. Yep. Yep. It, yeah, we're gonna try to do that some this year and get out there and uh, at least I am and see yeah. see if I can find some turkeys yeah. on public land. It's fun. Yeah. You know. But uh, okay, let's talk about we kind of hit on this even. Uh, what's some other tips for for new property? What do you look for? What do you look for on new property? When you came here. What what <laughs> when you pulled in the driveway? What did you say you needed to do to to figure this? Well, I out? didn't know that till we got down there yesterday. And <laughs> and if if I would have known that we had to go all the way over there, I said take the ranger, you know. But I, he said we'll take the ranger. I said I don't know because I'm afraid we'll go down in here. And we'll bust them out of here. See, I didn't know, uh-huh. but I didn't know how it laid. You just wanted to go on a hike, a couple <laughs> miles. That was a hike. That was a hike. Yeah, and uh, three thousand steps later. <laughs> but um, you know, I think 
access I look for access good you know good access it's not that you're being lazy it's just you don't want to have to kill yourself either <laughs> uh, anyway uh, uh, and I look for creek water this has got water here you look for cover lord of mercy you got tons of cover and you look for food you know food sources that this property butts up against uh, neighbors fields and stuff and you see them out there strutting so they got everything they need well if I'm looking at a map and yesterday when we just walked around here for seven hours and trying to find a turkey <laughs> I was basically just walking and we were calling but I was just looking just looking and I felt, and I said last night when we got back, I said, we're just going to have to get up. On, it's too open because it's time of year. Now, maybe late season, you know, it, get some foliage on. It might be easier to hunt this place. But right now, it's just the, the turkeys are high because they ain't got, they're not going to get way down in a valley. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you blow, blow them. And, but most of them are going to stay on benches. They're going to stay. And you're high. And and if you get if you try to get below them, they're up here. They're gonna see you. If you try if you're on benches and you're above them, they're gonna see you. So it's just really tough. It, this is a tough property to hunt because it's a steep and it's just so open. Mm-hmm. So you really pretty much got to slow down, like you like like you was talking about earlier. Slow down. I know we all we all want to fish fast and move fast, and sometimes I do too. But you just got to slow down because. If you start running through there, turkey calling, trying to get a hot gobbler going, you're going to blow out half stuff on your property. So it's just tough. And once I seen that yesterday, I said, you know, we're just going to have to slow, we'll have to slow down a lot. Yeah. And it worked, though. I've, I learned a lot today. Yeah. I mean, just the uh, how you did that and how you approached that bird and worked worked around those tops. And yeah. I was still been over calling, like I said earlier. Well, the good thing about a place like this, too, or any timber situation, because I've always said I'd ten times about the timber hunt and i would field hunt now it's not me and i won't shoot one field i shot one last last week in mississippi in the in a field i'll sit in a field and wait for them if, if that's what I, wherever turkey at that's where i'm gonna be uh-huh. it's not like oh i'm not gonna hunt that turkey's in the field no i'm gonna go where the turkey's at but if i had my brothers i'd rather hunt in the timber because you can move crawl i crawled on this turkey yeah. you know for for a yeah. bit you, you can't do that in a field situation you can't do that in an open situation. But if you can work the benches and work the, but you got to remember, if they ain't gobbling men, it's just you, you're moving and you're just you're you're putting so much pressure. And you're, we, we we probably walked by a lot of turkeys yesterday. Yeah, you know that never said a thing. Mm-hmm. But so that's how I kind of approach it. Well, this was a this was a early season bird right yeah. here, mm-hmm. uh, but it's getting later in the season now. What? How do you hunt late season? Man, late season, it's it's bittersweet because it you know turkey season's getting close to being over, and it's like oh man, you you're like no, I ain't ready for it to be over yet. But I would rather hunt late season. That's my favorite time to hunt. Uh, April, I love April. I love March in the South, but that ain't nothing can compare to a May gobbler. That's just because a turkey that's four or five years old that wouldn't say a word in April. Because he was all hinned up, uh-huh. you know, wouldn't say a word. You just had a bunch of two-year-old, three-year-olds just gobbling their heads off. That's when the big boys start just ripping, man. I mean, really? you know, and you just start. I mean, just about every turkey I kill in May has big old hooks on them. They're just. I killed one in Ohio a couple of years ago. Had uh, it's a half spurs. I mean, they were like razor hooks, and that turkey probably never said a word um, two or three weeks later or earlier. But they get by themselves. The hens start going there because they're going to nest. You got to remember they ain't 
they're going to do what's nat- natural. So we're right now, you're a lot of guys guarantee about it, we're taping this dealing with hinned up turkeys. Just they got hens, and it's going to get worse. <laughs> I hate to tell you, but here in about two weeks, it's going to get worse. It's, you're going to start seeing them with 10, 15 hens. And when they got 10, 15 girls around them, they don't have to gobble. Uh-huh. So you, the turkey, you know, the gobbling goes way down, and it never fails. Every year I get the same thing. People will text me. People will message me on Facebook. What's wrong with the turkeys? What's wrong with the turkeys? No, no, nothing's gobbling. They was gobbling their heads off two, three weeks ago. They got hens. That's just, they're henned up. They gobble on the roost. They fly down. They go, well, they got hens. But in the late season, when you get about that May, it depends on where you live and everything. Mm-hmm. But like right here in Tennessee, from about May the 7th, 8th on into the close, man, that two weeks can be phenomenal. It's the same in Virginia. It's just phenomenal. I mean, it's just like the gobbling just it's crazy and you might hear four or five turkeys a morning just hammering but it's just turkeys that's by themselves uh-huh. and if they ain't by themselves early they'll be by themselves 10 11 o'clock in the day so don't ever overlook that 9 10 11 12 o'clock time in the late season uh, because it you turkeys might be with hens she leaves to go nest he's by himself and and if you oversleep you know, maybe, oh, you got to work till 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. Man, I can't hunt. No, get out there at 9, 10, 11 o'clock. Because, man, I'm telling you, it can be great. <laughs> Most of the turkeys I kill in late season in May, I never kill one early hardly. I should just sleep, but I don't, but I ought to. Uh, you know, just, I can go out there at 9, 10 o'clock and just get them fired up. Where right now, it's it's a little different. You got to get out there before. Right. I, mean, I think we messed up over that first day of the hunt. You know, we should have been up a little bit earlier. It was already getting day break. Yeah, they were right there. We jumped that big gobbler. Yeah. And he was on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, late season can be great, though. But you just got, you know, as far as calling late season, I, I try not to get super loud. You know, sometimes you got to. You know, turkey, you know, sometimes you got to. But I try to keep everything softer and just... Just being that hen that's moved in, that new girl that's moved in, and he's like, oh, who's that? I haven't heard that one. I didn't get her, you know. I ain't got her yet. And uh, I've seen so many days where you go out at, you know, 930, and get him fired up, he'll be dead by 10. Just run right in on you. And he'll come like two. I've seen him come 200 yards in 30 minutes. Just it's like kamikaze, you know. Just <laughs> I call them the kamikaze turkeys. I love late season, but it's like I said, it's you know turkey season's getting close. One of the biggest turkeys I ever killed, uh, one I named my calls after the the old sly. Uh, I, I don't name turkeys, but that one I named because I had a pet peeve with him, and I called him in six times in the whole season within shotgun range. I couldn't kill him. It just ever something went. He slid by me. That's why I called him sly. He slid by me every time. Same turkey, huh. and. Uh, I killed him the last day of Virginia season that year, May the 17th. 17th of May, the last day, called that joker in. And he was so hard to kill, but May the 17th, it was like a whole different turkey. Where he was so tough to kill in April when he had 50 hens around him. Not 50, but 12, 13 hens around him. He by himself. And I just caught him on a day when he was just by himself. And it's just the right part. Just and, and he had he had over an inch and a half spurs. Had had a twelve inch beard. Just twenty four pound gobbler in in Virginia and in, in the mountains. And twenty four pound turkey in Virginia, maybe Iowa and Missouri and all that. We hunt, you know, it may not be a big turkey to you, but it, places like this, a twenty four pound gobbler is a big gobbler. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's, I mean, it's just an old turkey. So they can real. It's almost like. 
I call it a, a, a whitetail when they get in that rut phase. They just get stupid. Mm. Now, they don't never get stupid, and turkeys don't ever get stupid, but it's almost like they drop their guard a little bit because they're, they're desperate. They're wanting that last go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. it can be phenomenal. So you, you, you say you switch, you call it up just a little bit during that late season. Yeah, you know, like instead of like right now in April, I'll be my you know, doing that stuff. Maybe a month from now, I'm not. Just doing a lot of that stuff. I call it the under your breath calling. That's where you're not opening your mouth. You're just, it's, it's coming down from here. So if, if you watch, I'm pushing everything, and I'm not even. It's going to sound louder in the mic, of course, but you're just. Stuff like that, man. Just soft it down. A lot of times you hit that old 10 o'clock bird, you'll be packing them out by 1030. <laughs> and usually it's a quick hunt. Usually it is. Yeah. I just love it. Well, we've had you on a few workshops. We've started doing some webinars and workshops with the agency. Um, you came on did a series of three different different things, and we put some of those videos on our YouTube channel. You can go check those out. But we've talked about decoys, and we haven't touched on decoys in the last couple of shows. What do you... Uh, what, do you use decoys uh, early season, and do you change it up and use decoys late season? Or do you use decoys I don't, at all? I don't use decoys. No, nothing against them. I just don't. I, I mean, I did shoot my Mississippi gobbler last week over a decoy, but that's because the guy I was hunting with had one, and it was an evening hunt. So if I was going to use one, I've got I own one decoy that I hardly ever use. I'm not against them. I just it's, it's not my style of hunting. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just I would rather for it just be me and the turkey because decoys can mess you up. Yeah, they can get caught. I mean, they can get gobbler. A gobbler can get almost shy away from a decoy because if he's a subordinate gobbler, especially he's two year old, three year old that's been whooped all over the creation, oh, yeah. and he sees a shake decoy or a gobbler decoy out there, and he's he he wants to come to you, and he sees that, what's he going to do? He's going to turn around because he's he's not allowed to come. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of people say, "Oh man, why did that gobbler shy away from decoy?" On TV, they just come in, we can throw his blow dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's TV. Right, it's TV. <laughs> they don't show you all the, the ones that did shy away. Uh, but, uh, you know, you can, decoys can can work great, especially if you got a kid or you got somebody can't sit still, mm-hmm. you know, and you're in a blind or something. It, or bow, a bow hunter's just about got to have something to get the turkey's mind. Decoys, though, you always, if you use a decoy, don't set a decoy right in front of you. Like a lot of people get tunnel vision, they'll want to set it right directly in front of the gun barrel. Uh huh. No, because that gobbler gets out there, he can see past that decoy. You want to get that, that decoy either to your right, to your left. Usually, if you're right-handed, you want to sit over here. Left, you want to get over here. You want that gobbler to walk past you. So his mind ain't even on your area. So you can get him away. And, you know, don't put him out there 40, 50 yards. You got a shotgun. Put him up there 15, 20 yards. Yeah. And he'll just walk right on by you a lot of times. And you can move a little bit. But decoys can mess you up. So right now, this time, you know, you can get away with a gobbler. Or Jake, you know, if he's if he's a, a dominant gobbler, like maybe this turkey's probably a four year old turkey, so he's probably a he probably would have come in and flogged the decoy, you right. know. But late season, I would say a lone hen if I was going to do one. That's what I was going to ask because you said they're looking for that lonely Just hen that you're hen. trying to mimic. In fact, I had a guy message me a couple years ago, or maybe last year on Facebook, and he said, "Man, I got this situation, you know." 
of course, a lot of people ask me stuff, and I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm not there. You know, uh-huh. I'm not on the property. I don't know what the gobbler's doing. But they, uh, he said, man, this gobbler keeps in. He keeps coming in. And he said, the same gobbler's come in for two days straight. And he said he only comes like 60 yards to decoys. And he's like, he wants to come, but then he just turns around and walks off. What's wrong? I said, what kind of decoys you got? He said, I got a jake and a, and a hen. <laughs> take the jake out. You know, take the jake out. Put a hen up there. And like I think it's a couple days later, he sent me a picture. <laughs> he said it worked, man. He's like he come right in, just strutted all around that decoy, you know. But he's like, I just didn't even occur to me. Like I thought they would come in and just get jealous. No competition. Well, sometimes they do get jealous if they're a boss gobbler. But if he's a, if he's been whooped up and down because everything's about the pecking order. Mm-hmm. Even your, I mean, I wish we had time to get into it. But even calling, you know, you gotta, it's that pecking order, man. And turkeys have a pecking order, spring, summer, fall, winter. It's all about who's who's in charge. So when the boss gobbler gets taken out, another one takes his place. But try that lone hen. It'll probably do you a lot better. Well, um, tell folks how they can find your stuff out there. You got, you got a YouTube channel. Yeah, you got your- uh, YouTube, uh, Dell Outdoors, uh, dot com, uh, Dell Outdoors on YouTube. And I got a website, DellOutdoors.com. Uh, Facebook. Facebook. Uh, Instagram, they can come to my website and find all that stuff, and on on the YouTube uh, page also. But you know, I'm pretty much I, I try to stay in my lane. You know, you're not gonna come to my channel see a bunch of heads get blowed off. Uh, you you will see some. You'll see this turkey get killed. But uh, uh, I'm I'm a, mostly an educator. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to just teach people how to turkey hunt. And when when someone sends me a picture or says, "Man, I, you know, you, I killed my first gobbler," just like I, I got a message yesterday. I mean, I killed my first gobbler today. And it was all because of you watching uh-huh. your videos. Uh-huh. Or I hear a guy say, man, I tagged out for the first time. Never tagged out in my life. I was just lucky to kill one, you know, all these other years. But I've tagged out. I'm starting to get this thing because of you. That's my reward right there. Yeah. You watching me shoot a turkey, it's fun, it's entertaining, or anybody. But it ain't going to teach you nothing. And that's what a lot of guys, they do. And they, they see all these shows and stuff. And they go out and try to do that on their property. It don't work because you got to remember these guys are hunting places you never get to hunt. You know, unpressured uh-huh. per- turkeys, and they ain't hunting public land. Most of them, I guarantee you that. Some of them are, but uh, you. I'm just trying to teach people 30 years of turkey hunting. Yeah. You know, passing just passing. That's the theme of our channel. You'll pass the knowledge. So that's where you find me on there. Well, I think it's cool. You know. Uh, go back and watch this hunt watch yeah. this video because as soon as he kills that bird i pan over to the right to see the bird and uh he's like no get back over here on me i need to tell you what just happened this is that strut zone you know and you're really uh educating people right, right. after you pull the trigger when i pulled the trigger i said did i not call it or did i not call it <laughs> <laughs> and that's not bragging on me that's just saying that's you, when you learn to read turkeys you're going to kill turkeys yeah. and when you learn their habits and you learn their you know just how to hunt them but by the time it's airs, get out in that late season, man. You'll love it. Yeah. Late season's awesome. Well, Matt, thanks for coming down. Appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate it. I know me and uh, thank you, man. Uh, me and Mike learned a lot, and I appreciate you hanging out with us for a few days. Maybe he'll put me on a white tail. Hey, we'll continue. we can do that. We can do that. I got tags, so if I got tags, I'm coming somewhere. <laughs> we'll do it. Maybe we'll hit some public land too. You yeah. know, it'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. What? what? So. Anyway, all right, catch some fish, do all that fun. Yeah. yeah. Hey, remember uh, Dale Outdoors on YouTube. Uh, check him out on all his face, uh, Facebook, social media, all that fun stuff. Check out the agency, tmwildlife.org. Uh, get your license, go outdoorstennessee.com. Download the app. Easy to check the, check the turkey in, right? 
Yeah, real easy. Real easy. Real easy. So uh, just keep uh, coming back. We appreciate you watching. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Matt. You Thank bet. You. Thanks, Thank Todd, you. for pushing the buttons Thanks, and yeah. keeping yeah. us all straight. Can't do it without him either. So appreciate you. Uh, keep tuning in. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.